financial problems, elder law, criminal law, tax problems, business matters, divorce, personal injury, bankruptcy, your life, your reality. Life is complicated. There is the law and there is reality. Welcome to Law and Reality, sponsored by Thav Gross. Now here's your host, Ken Gross. Welcome to this segment of Law and Reality. Today's topic is battles in the business world. Brian Small, good morning. The gloves come off and the fight begins. Jeffrey Linden. Morning. <laughs> Good morning. Anything Brian's that excited about, I'm excited about. All right. So I, I just kind of wanted to, this is more of a hodgepodge of topics of things that you see in the marketplace. It's not necessarily just business. Consumer, consumers are in the business world because we are the public that is buying the goods. So we're subject to those claims as well. But the ones that, I, that I'm hearing a lot of, and we're hearing a lot in the news, is defamation actions because defamation comes in the big news on TV is the Dominion lawsuit against right. Fox okay for billions of dollars but I also see as a business lawyer clients calling me up with defamation issues all the time and the ones that I'm seeing are social media posts Google reviews Facebook posts that are negative reviews of the business and the client calls me and says what can I do they're trashing my business and that is a defamation issue if the person posts something that is derogatory the question is can you sue them for defamation well let's ask a simple question what if it's true is that is that defamation? Well, Start to off with piggyback that. off of that, That's you know, if it's answer. someone's opinion, how do you prove an opinion's true? There you got two. If it's well, you an don't opinion, it's how do, not, you, how do you prove you an opinion's yeah. defamation? An opinion doesn't have to be true. It's an That's opinion. It. You have to prove it's an opinion or a statement of fact. So you need to be careful if you're the one making the statement that you frame it as an opinion as a way of not getting sued. Because right. you can't be sued for your opinion. Okay, I went to a restaurant. If you say something derogatory that is true, that is not defamation. Because by definition, Defamation requires an untrue statement of fact. Right. It must cause injury. It cannot be privileged, which is that's the big issue in the Dominion versus Fox case is the First Amendment privilege. Right. In Michigan, we have a very short statute of limitations, one year. If it's in writing, it's liable. If it's verbal, it's slander. Now go to your... So I go to a restaurant. I get served the worst meal I've ever had, and I've had terrible service and I go on to Google and I write I went to ABC restaurant the food that was served to me was terrible the service was awful I can't recommend that restaurant to anybody now that is gonna hurt potentially the reviews and the, the restaurant is not gonna be is, happy about it is it true and is that your opinion or was that a statement of fact if I were 
First of all, I don't go and put on negative reviews. But people do. Because people do. I, I don't like that process. But if I was going to put a negative review on, I would write, in my opinion, the food sucked and the service was the worst ever. So that I was defending, I was putting myself in a defensible position if I got accused of defamation. I would make it obvious that it's my opinion. But the question is, if you don't do that, so you're, so you're the business person, not the consumer. Right. Yeah, that just what does the business person do? You ever try and get a Google review removed? <laughs> Good luck. You can't. You don't <laughs> even get to know who gave you the review unless you reckon unless the Gmail address of the person who put the review in discloses their name. If it says angry at gmail.com, you got 158 million people to find. You can complain to Google, and what do they do? Nothing. Basically nothing. They do basically nothing. They, if they, you can figure out what I do as the lawyer, if I can figure out who it is that sent it, I then send them a letter demanding a retraction, telling them that they've committed defamation and that we're going to sue them unless that post is removed within 24 hours. But from the business owner's point of view, how can you prove that one negative review causes injury? or enough injury to rise to the level of actually being able to get some damages. You know, is this good one Facebook review being posted by one anonymous person, or is it, you know, a Google review written by the President of the United States saying, this is the worst restaurant in the world, in my opinion? Well, the, the difficulty the answer is you can't. You can't. But what about a restaurant review? Oh, wait. You get the letter from me. You're not a, take, take your lawyer hat <laughs> off. And I'm sending you from a law firm saying, I'm going to sue you. You're going to have to hire an attorney. And I'm going to basically bankrupt you by suing you. The intimidation factor says, you know, I hated that restaurant, but I'm going to remove the post. Right. That's the goal. And damages. Well, what, about, what about a restaurant reviewer or a critic who comes in to opinion. And, criti and criticizes the new restaurant because it just wasn't, it was subpar in his opinion. He could bury that restaurant. That restaurant may never op be open the next Tuesday, so to speak. You wanted to say something. Well, I, was just, I have a question for the three I was just saying, and that, I mean, that's his job, and, and it's known to be his opinion, and they're usually careful about the way they write those, because they, they're usually publishing that with somebody, and there's a deeper pocket that's liable for the libel, uh, if it is. But in today's age with social media, unlike in the past, that one review is pervasive. So I think it's a different argument for the business to argue the business damage in that that thing is there forever, perpetually influencing and people, yeah. and it hurts. I mean, it's hard to estimate the damages and identify it directly. Here's my question to the panel. Can you think of one person who would be inclined to sue somebody who posted something or made a statement to the media that was their opinion but you, but is willing to back up the intimidation factor with an actual lawsuit. Yes. 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 And who would that be? Donald Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump. Okay. So there are people that are willing to do that. There are other people beyond him that do it, but that is the one that comes to mind. We'll take a break. We'll wrap up defamation and go into some other issues. Are you in financial crisis? Do you owe too much credit card debt? Are you behind in your mortgage? Do you owe the tax man? 
These are the problems that many people face. Solutions exist. If you want to know what they are, come to our free seminar June 7th in our offices in Bingham Farms. Sign up at favgross.com or call us today at 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. And take your first step to a fresh start today. If you're retired and in a financial crisis, there is a way out. It pains me when I see a retired couple exhaust their savings by paying credit card bills and for a home hopelessly underwater. Favgro specializes in helping retired people in financial crisis. You just can't keep paying until you're broke. You need to address the problem now. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. Is the debt piling up? Struggling to get by? It's all about preserving future income. Bankruptcy is one option. When it's right, it's the least costly, most effective way to save your home, eliminate a second mortgage, and wipe out credit card debt. But you need to address the problem now. We help people with bankruptcy. Call the experts. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. We were just spinning. We just didn't know what was going to happen next. At Samasco Law, we deal with these issues every day, especially elder law. Pat went to work for Fran. Patrick was there holding my hand, kept saying, we'll get through this, we'll get through this. He got her husband Medicaid and in a nursing home. Samasco Law got the success they deserved. Samasco Law is definitely family to me. I really appreciate knowing all of you. You can't work. You have to deal with pain and stress. Worse yet, our system for applying for disability benefits seeks to deny you the benefits you're entitled. Jeff Kirshner is an expert in obtaining disability and workers' compensation benefits for his clients. You need to call Jeff before you apply or after you're denied to get the benefits you deserve. 888-235-HELP. 888-235-HELP. Carrying too much debt? Resolve your debt. Call Thav Gross. You don't need to be broke and you don't need to hit rock bottom. If you have income and you're struggling with debt, dump it. Think about the next 10 or 20 years. If you do what the banks tell you, you'll have nothing to retire with. There is a solution. Don't waste your future. Call Fav Gross. We're experts at eliminating credit card debt. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. Tax problems are major problems. Don't let the IRS levy your wages and seize your assets. There is a solution. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. If you're behind on your taxes and owe money to the IRS, call Thav Gross. We've been solving tax problems for 32 years. We stop wage levies, resolve unfiled returns, and obtain the best possible settlements. Call Thav Gross today, 888-235-HELP. All right, so we're back. So defamation is a hot potato issue. Now, just to... The Dominion case, that's a privilege of First Amendment. There, in order for the, the false statement has to be made with malice, with complete, total disregard of truth. Right. And, but not normal defamation. If you're not a public figure, you don't have that. Um, if you're not defaming a public figure, the standard is much less. It's an untrue statement. Slander per se is when you call someone a prostitute, 
using the other word for it and, they're and, not. and things like that. That would be slander per se, and you then are entitled to damages whether or not you can actually prove them. But let's talk about some other issues. How do you protect your rights when making a purchase? Well, right, purchase so, of what? Okay, that's a good, good point. I mean, are we talking about going to the grocery store and purchasing a dozen eggs, or are we talking about buying a car there's or two, a television set? There's, there's two basic differentials in the law. You have contracts involving the sale of goods, which is governed by the Uniform Commercial Code, which is adopted in all of the states. Goods are defined as anything that's movable. So the law with regard to food items, which is a movable item, it's a perishable good, but it's a movable item, cars, pens, books, those are all governed by the Uniform Commercial Code, which supplements the common law. Contracts involving services, like if you hire Brian Small for debt consultation or budget suggestion, budget or an estate management, plan. or an estate plan, that's a service. That's governed by the common law of contracts, but it's not subject to the Uniform Commercial Code because you're not providing a good. You're, what you're providing is good, but it is a service. Okay, so you run into that issue. What law governs? You also have, this issue always comes up. Does a contract have to be in writing? No. Well, it depends. Well, it does depend, but it doesn't have to be in writing unless it or certain types of contracts do to be enforceable. Say, isn't there that little statute of frauds thing that says it has to be in writing, but it has to do with certain types of contracts? Certain kind of contracts have to be, have to, in order to, to enforce the contract, right. you need a writing. Anything involving an interest in real estate requires a writing. Contracts for the sale of goods, price of $1,000 or more, requires a writing. A guarantee or a suretyship, which is a contract to answer for the duty of another person. If you want to hold that guarantor liable, you need a writing. Now, I'm saying you need a writing. You, how do you satisfy the statute of frauds? Do you need this formal, beautiful document that says contract with all this 10-point font at the end, everybody signs it? Nope. What do you need? Pen and a napkin. A writing signed by the party to be charged. The person you're trying to sue to enforce the contract against, you need some kind of writing. What's a writing? The pen and a napkin. That was the lawsuit with uh, Bo yes. and yeah. Tom Monahan on the napkin. Right. Okay, and Bo was able to sue on that, and they, I think they settled the case, but that was what the basis of the contract was. I have an example. Going back to my engagement when I got married, furniture shopping. Irving's Furniture, long out of business. I'm buying that. We're buying the Horse and bedroom. buggy days, folks. Horse and buggy. The bedroom set for our first apartment. Icebox. I'm in law school. Icebox. Ooh, icebox. You were buying an icebox? I was buying a bedroom set. Oh, okay. <laughs> And we were going uh, for our first bedroom set to move in, into our apartment. I go in, and I'm in law school. I'm not, I haven't graduated. I go in, 
we find the right bedroom set, we go through, we pick it out, and he's writing up the whole receipt, and he writes up the whole receipt, and then he hands me the receipt. And I'm sitting there saying, I don't have anything in writing. They didn't sign anything. I'm saying this to myself. And so I say to him, kind of sheepishly, I say, which I know would be shocking to you, <laughs> I say to him, would it be a problem if you just signed the receipt? And he goes to me, why would I need to do that? You have the receipt. And I said to him, well, you know, I'm going to law school. I'm going to be a lawyer. There's this thing called the statute of frauds. This is a contract. In, that, in those days, contract for sale goods over $350 required oh. a writing. So I said, I really need a writing in order for this to be enforceable. And if I didn't get it, I would feel like I'm not getting my money's worth out of my education. All yeah. this justification to ask the guy to sign the contract. So he goes and he signs it and he hands it to me and he's actually annoyed. So I'm walking out and I whisper to my wife, you know, jerk, not not in those exact words. Um, time for delivery of the furniture. Nothing. No, no bedroom set. Call. It's back ordered. Call. It's back ordered. We're getting very nervous about it. Finally, I get, I put the lawyer hat on and I send him a letter saying, we have a contract. You were supposed to deliver the furniture on this date. You haven't. I found a substitute bedroom set as close as the one I could find to yours. It's $4,000 more than the $2,500 bedroom set I was buying from you. I'm going to buy it and sue you for the difference unless I get my bedroom set. And I sent it to him by certified mail. And I think facts, because I don't think we even had email back in 1980. No, we didn't. Oh, gosh. He gets the letter. He calls me up. And he says, we will deliver a temporary bedroom set to you tomorrow and we'll have your bedroom set within four weeks. I get the temporary the following day. Four weeks later, I get the final bedroom set delivered. The salesperson's actually there with the delivery. We'll take a break and I'll give you the epilogue. Is the debt piling up? Struggling to get by? It's all about preserving future income. Bankruptcy is one option. When it's right, it's the least costly, most effective way to save your home, eliminate a second mortgage, and wipe out credit card debt. But you need to address the problem now. We help people with bankruptcy. Call the experts. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. Tax problems are major problems. Don't let the IRS levy your wages and seize your assets. There is a solution. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. If you're behind on your taxes and owe money to the IRS, call Thav Gross. We've been solving tax problems for 32 years. We stop wage levies, resolve unfiled returns, and obtain the best possible settlements. Call Thav Gross today, 888-235-HELP. Time for announcements. We have a free seminar coming up Wednesday, June 7th, 6 to 7.30 p.m., The Debt-Free Feeling. This is about how good you feel. It's actually an endorphin that once you become debt-free, your life takes a different perspective, and, how, and the seminar focuses on how to accomplish that, how to become debt-free, how to reposition yourself to save for retirement, 
solutions using bankruptcy, solutions outside of bankruptcy. The key is getting rid of the debt. Attendees receive a free copy of my book, Dump Your Debt. Call 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP or register online at lawandreality.com. Remember, you can always come in for a free consultation. Just call 888-235-HELP or go online and sign up. Debt issues, tax issues, estate planning issues, business issues, elder law issues with Pat, disability issues with Jeff. Sign up at lawandreality.com or call 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-4357. Also, go online to our website to get our free reports. Resolving tax problems, the real solutions, bankruptcy, is it right for me? How to save your home from foreclosure, business formations, loans and grants for small businesses in Detroit and Michigan, and the Retiree's Guide to Social Security. I want to thank our sponsors, Thav Gross, Samaska Law, Kirshner Law. Now back to the show. Carrying too much debt? Resolve your debt. Call Thav Gross. You don't need to be broke and you don't need to hit rock bottom. If you have income and you're struggling with debt, Dump it. Think about the next 10 or 20 years. If you do what the banks tell you, you'll have nothing to retire with. There is a solution. Don't waste your future. Call Fav Gross. We're experts at eliminating credit card debt. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. Pat was recommended by a friend who insisted that we really needed a trust. And he said, I know somebody who will do a good job for you. At Samasco Law, we deal with estate planning and trusts every day. We had excellent service from Samasco Law. Any questions we had were addressed. Our estate is in order and it had been set up so well that nothing needed to be done. I would just highly recommend Samasco Law. If you're retired and in a financial crisis, there is a way out. It pains me when I see a retired couple exhaust their savings by paying credit card bills and for a home hopelessly underwater. Fav Gross specializes in helping retired people in financial crisis. You just can't keep paying until you're broke. You need to address the problem now. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. Are you in financial crisis? Do you owe too much credit card debt? Are you behind in your mortgage? Do you owe the tax man? These are the problems that many people face. Solutions exist. If you want to know what they are, come to our free seminar June 7th in our offices in Bingham Farms. Sign up at favgross.com or call us today at 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. And take your first step to a fresh start today. Get to the end. All right, so the end of the Irving. So they deliver the furniture. It's all in there, and there's a mirror that gets you know, that goes over the dresser. And I said to him, "Are you going to hang the mirror?" And he says to me, "I would hang the mirror for any other customer of us other than you." And he <laughs> turns around and he walks out the door. And they're saying, "What did I do?" Moral of the story is the only thing I did wrong is I should never and I never have again been sheepish when I asked for someone to sign it. I should have said to him, either you sign the receipt or I'm not buying the furniture from you. And if the guy doesn't want to sign the receipt, that's another lesson to be learned. You shouldn't even bother with him. Go, go find someone else to buy your furniture. From. Well, and the reality is, is today 
in most furniture stores that you're going to go into, you're going to get a full-blown contract when you purchase anything, regardless. It's if you're buying it on an installment basis, like, you know, uh, uh, but I don't know, I had, a, I had an art van purchase just before they went out of business, and I bought that contract for the maintenance, and mm. then they went out of business. But that contract said if they went out, because that was with a credit card company who backs that contract up. I got all the money back on it. In fact, we did an article on that. That was yes, during the did. Great Recession. And We're still getting calls about yeah. that article. But it was good. Our I, fans I, been gone a long time. Don't call about it. Yeah, yeah, your time is up to assert that claim anyway. All right, another one. Fraud. Okay. The other day, guy Jerry calls me up and says, this guy tried to sell me this BS software product. He wanted $5,000 for it. He was promising me he could predict the stock market with 80% accuracy. So, client calls me up and he's saying to me, can I sue him for fraud? My response is, did you buy the product? Jerry says, no, of course not. It was obviously that. You know, how could he predict it? I wouldn't fall for a story like that. So the answer is, no, you can't sue him for fraud because there's five things that have to happen to sue someone for fraud. They have to make a false statement to you. They have to know that, know, make it with knowledge of the falsity or reckless disregard of the truth. You must actually rely on the false statement you must be justified in relying on the false statement, and you must have damages. Now, in Jerry's case, how many of the elements did he meet? One. 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 The false statement, the product. I would say two. Two? The scienter as well. He also oh, yeah. had knowledge. But you didn't buy it. There's no reliance. So there's no actual reliance, no justifiable reliance, and no damages. So most fraud cases don't exist. But the only the fraud case exists if you were actually duped, you believed what they told you, you relied on it, you bought the product, and you were then damaged. So it's not an easy fraud is not an easy claim. But it's not an easy claim, but there's still reason to take warning, especially with all of these phone scams and things like that, especially with regard to the elderly right now. There are a tremendous number of scams that involve your tax returns, that involve people uh, saying that they're a relative of yours demanding money. Bottom line is, don't fall for them. Always, the IRS will never, ever call you. They will show up, they will write to you, but they won't just say, hi, you owe us money, come give us a gift card. And don't ever fall for the, my grandson has been injured and oh, send yeah. money right. scam. I think there's two points there. Right. If you get a phone call from someone you don't know, just hang up the phone. If, 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 if it, there's any consequence and any importance, someone will actually come to your house eventually with the problem or send you a certified legitimate letter. Just hang up the phone. And number two, assume any email you get that's asking you to click on something is a scam. Yep. If you don't, if you think it's real, still do not click. Right. Go to the internet, Google the name of the company, find their 800 number, and call them and ask them. You can't look at the email and call that number. You have to go to an outside source to call. Those rules are not to be 
No exceptions. You have to stay with that at yep. all times. Have a great week. We'll be back next week with Dawn Reality.